Roisin, it's Stephen here again. Um, so, um, yeah, uh, I, I missed the, the first part of the, the other one. So I was just, can you talk a bit through about um, your involvement with, with this? And then, um, and also, I mean, did you do the, the gold mile when you were younger and all that kind of stuff? And it was, was it kind of a part of your, your usual Christmas traditions? No, it's actually been a new tradition the past couple of years um, for me and my mum in particular. Um, I came on board as an ambassador for goal after the World Cup in 2018 and I was fortunate to get to travel to Malawi in 2019 um, with Sinead Ahern, the Dublin Ladies football captain at the time and Jenny Murphy, um, Irish rugby player. So we got to see firsthand the education programs that goal put in place and also I suppose we got to meet people and see how empowered they were by goal. Um, you know, they weren't handing over cash or items or food or anything. They were really educating people and empowering them on things that could change their life and could make their communities more sustainable, I suppose. Um, so I've seen firsthand the work that, it's, that they've done. So I'm delighted to be on board with the AIB Gold Mile this year as an official ambassador. Um, and I, I think when I was looking through the theme of this year, and it, it's all about walking 2,000 steps. And when we were over in Malawi, uh, you know, we, we used to meet people that used to walk up to 15,000 steps just to get water. It was crazy, you know. I think these people live in a completely different world. So um, the goal mile is just about walking 2,000 steps, something so doable, um, especially when you consider the circumstances that people live all over the world. Where will you be doing your goal mile? That's to be decided. Um, there's a couple of locations in Dublin or else I might go home um, and do it in Limerick depends on the dates so when school finishes up and everything and yeah tell me about that I mean you, you've made the the big move up to, to Dublin I mean tell me how you've been able to manage that sort of traveling up and down you you, you previously you were doing it the the commute the other way for all your training sessions in the in Abbottstown but now you're going back for club sessions yeah I don't travel down midweek too much um I was a little bit at the start but now that I'm settled in and have a job um I've been training with some other clubs midweek or else um just joined a local gym and I've been doing, you know, Zumba classes, spinning classes, um, all kinds of fun things just to keep active. Um, but I've really enjoyed um, moving up here, being around the girls, uh, the Irish girls, and then obviously moving up here, I'm going to be able to work and continue playing with Ireland. And that was that was the key reason, to be honest. It comes at a kind of a strange time for Catholic Institute. Normally, there'd be a kind of a, a club where pl kind of players migrate out of Limerick, whereas this year there's kind of like with uh, is it Hannah or Rachel Kelly, one of the twins, moving there, and then Pamela Smithick moving back out in the last couple of years. That it's actually become a club that's kind of you know able to to get some of its best players back in. So it's strange that you're <laughs> you know on the road now. Yeah, I think that's probably one of the things about Catholic Institute. Um, you know, hockey is only growing in Limerick, but there comes a time when you're finished secondary school and the same happened to myself, that people, you know, move to Dublin or Cork or Galway or go abroad. Um, and it's only later on that they they move back. So often we have a little bit of a gap from the age of um, 18 to 23, but we found in the last couple of years that more girls are going to Mary I becoming teachers or more girls are in the University of Limerick. Um, and then you obviously have the excitement of getting somebody like Pamela Smith um, into the club uh, who lives only in Tipperary and then um, Hannah Kelly one of the Kelly twins who's who's playing on the Irish 21s um, she's up in NUIG so there's been a great buzz to get everybody back together. I mean yeah I mean reflections on the the first half of the season I mean it's uh, it's the highest the, the club's ever been in the in the in the league rankings 
you know, it must be pretty exciting times for, for the club. It's really exciting. And I think, you know, as the weeks goes on, go on, I just want to shake some of the girls. And, um, you know, I, I hope by the end of the season, they realise just how good they are and just how good they can be. I think that's one of the most exciting things about going back to Gatley Institute is just how keen the girls are to learn, um, you know, how hungry they are for success. And success for us is being in the EY Division 1. It's finishing, you know, higher than our, what was it, seventh or eighth finish two seasons ago in our first division up here so it's it's just small steps you know we want to stay competing in division one and um yeah there's just there's a great buzz uh we're just taking it one match at a time and tell me about the, the commitment of the club I, I mean i understand they adjusted the uh the, the kind of the on the lower part of the the clubhouse to turn it into a bit of a gym like a a, a semi-gym for you guys and and you know they're, they're you know proposals about trying to push for a water-based pitch kind of in the pipeline yeah i think to compete with the top clubs and I suppose to sustain the success, um, you know, we need a water base down in Limerick um, and that that's the big goal. Yeah, of course, I think we've got funding through the Irish 21 programme um, from a private donor, which was greatly appreciated. And again, it was something that we needed because I think physically we've spoke about it before, girls in Munster aren't getting the same development um, in the gym as, as the girls in Leinster and Ulster are. So to now have that base to be training together and not just doing your own thing in your own local gym, um, you know, it, it creates a great buzz and it just builds the team spirit. And then obviously off the back of that, it not only caters as a regional development centre for Irish teams, um, it's great for Catholic Institute to have a club because the likes of Railway Union and, you know, clubs in Dublin, Pembroke, they all have their own clubs. So um, it is a really important addition. And I do, I do find one for... But um, like, how far do you think the club can go? You know, like you, you've got yourself in the kind of the, the playoff mix for the EY League. But uh, do you, I mean, I take it, do you think top four, top two is, is possible this season? Yeah, I think it, there's a new structure, isn't there? Um, you know, we haven't even, our goal is just to finish higher than we did um, two years ago. So I think is it a top two go straight to a semi and then the next four are in playoffs? Um, yeah. Yeah. So it would be, be great to be in that four um, playing off to get into an EY semi-final. And obviously we also have an Irish Senior Cup quarter-final to look forward to. And it's our first time ever playing in an Irish Senior Cup quarter-final up in Banbridge after Christmas. So um, yeah, there's there's a lot of excitement, a lot of things to look forward to. Lovely, thanks. Thanks again. Hi Roisin, Jack Neville from Sport Limerick here. You talked about the development of hockey in Limerick. How important are players like Anna Horn, who's currently with under 21 side? So important, um, you know, I think it not only fills me with pride, but it, I think there's just such a great buzz that, you know, when I was growing up, there wasn't, there was Elaine Brommel, Emer Cregan was down playing in Cork, you, you might not have heard of them too, but they're Irish legends. Um, so, you know, you, you can see it and you can be it is basically the theme that we're going with and to see the girls coming through Irish underage teams, you know, Anna, Leah, and then you look down at the under 18s and you have Kate Ryan, Sarah Fitzgerald, all names that you'll hear more and more of Jack. Um, but there's just there's just great pride in the club. Um, you know, everybody's supporting everyone. Um, and obviously the, the more Catholic you girls we can get in an Irish jersey, um, the better. And is there an impetus being put in at like school level? Obviously the likes of Laurel Hill and them are, are extremely competitive and winning competitions at, at that level, like the Kate Russell. Is it from a school level or how has it been done to improve Hockey in Limerick? Um, I'll be biased, but I'll be honest. I think there's always been a lot of talent coming through through Limerick. Um, and I think we're probably just 
seen it all come together in the past couple of years. Um, you know, we we've have things like the gym, we have physical programs being put in place from a Munster hockey point of view. Uh, we now have development and academies um, which support the development of our, our younger players. Those, thing, those things weren't in place when I was growing up, um, you know, so it can be challenging for various reasons. Um, if you're, if you're from, if you're from Leinster and if you're from Ulster, um, you know, you have better structures in place or, you know, all the national training is on in Leinster. So you have things in your favor. So it's, I will say it is that little bit harder in, when you're from Munster. Um, but the girls just need to see that it's possible. And we have, we have a lot of uh, girls that are really hungry to make senior level and to keep putting on Irish jerseys. And lastly for me, just on the goal mile, if there's anyone around the locality that doesn't see an event in their area, as an ambassador, what would you say to them? Add to research it, yeah. There's a couple going on around Limerick. There's there's one in UL where everybody will know that'll probably be the biggest one. Um, and there's also one that I did on Christmas Day um, two years ago. Unfortunately, I had to go online last year, but two years ago out in Krakora. Um, so just check out goalglobal.org um, forward slash goal mile and you'll you'll learn everything you need to know about it or drop me a message um, you know, on, on, on Instagram, Twitter, whatever it may be. Thanks, Roger. That's a bit. Is there one on in Krakor again this year? I'm nearly sure there is. Okay. Yeah, I must get in contact. No worries. You, you know, my, my... You're coming home for it, are you? <laughs> the last, yeah. yeah. But like uh, the last three Christmases I've been in Krakor on Christmas Day. Oh, so, great. But like I've seen them kind of all, I didn't go out, but they've got a new track around the, the club there in the, in the back. So it's pretty, uh, so it'll be a, a nice route in the, in the GA club if they do it around there. Yeah. I actually did the Bally Brown one. I'm getting mixed up playing the Bally Brown one. I answered the Kukura one. But there's a couple. Yeah, Bally Brown is just over the road from you as well in Kukura. We have a couple of minutes left if anybody has any more questions. If not, we can finish up. Well, just uh, do you have any uh, interest in indoor hockey? Or have you, have you uh, tried out for any, any of the, the Dublin teams to play in that this weekend? Uh, I have a huge interest in indoor hockey from my time in America. We would have played um, eight to ten week seasons in the spring just because the weather was so bad. But I haven't. No, I've, I've taken a complete break from hockey now the next couple of weeks. Um, We've got a long season ahead once January, February comes with three major tournaments again next year. So, but there wasn't any calls to try and get you involved with the uh, the, the Irish side playing in, in January and things like that. No, no I think uh, management are keen on us all having a break. <laughs>